Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Unpredicted Party, the only Middle Earth TTRPG that will finally answer the question, why didn't they just take the Eagles to Mordor? And we are one step closer to answering that question. I am your humble lore master, Don Marshall. Around me are my internet friends. Say hi, internet friends. Hello, Hello. Hi, internet friends. Setting the record for uh, not getting annoyed with Beery near enough to leave, Charlotte joins us for a fifth episode. Thank you so much. I for don't know here. why they're letting me stay here. You're trapped. Here forever. <laughs> <laughs> somebody help me <laughs> before we get started we do want to thank our sponsors the stream would not be possible without free league publishing they sent us advanced copies of their new ttrpg the one ring so that we could play in a more fleshed out version of middle earth if you would like to play in middle earth order your copy of the one ring the bundle the starter set the core rule book the dice the maps if any of that interests you go to freeleaguepublishing.com today special thanks to the rook and the raven Dot com for giving us these amazing books to take all of our notes in, something the players will probably want to utilize, mostly Tori, today. You can also uh, get some merchandise for the uh, Unpredicted Party down below. Folks, you will be happy to know, and I mean folks by players, that there has been a push on the Discord for Flubberworm merchandise. <laughs> now, I'm not saying yes. Love I'm just it. saying Love the it. ideas in my head, you may have inceptioned me. So keep an eye out. Maybe it'll happen. I don't know. Depending That's on how our players play, we may have a break at the one hour mark. So keep an eye out for that. A few others to thank. Sarah M. Shunky, who is at Sarah M. Shunky on Instagram for the remarkable artwork. The Battle Maps by Lil Wit, the cartographer. Find his services on Facebook. And the music has been crafted by Cullen Vance. Stream all of his music on Spotify, Bandcamp, and iTunes. Or you can go to Cullen Vance Creative to listen to all of his stuff. Finally, a very special thanks to my wife, Nat, who has helped me organize a lot of this campaign so it doesn't just stay in my head. Honey, thank you so much. With all that out of the way, are we ready to get started? Yeah. Oh, I yes. think so. Let's go. I'm going to be... <laughs> <laughs> no, finish it. Finish it. I'm keeping I was it say, I'm going to be eating soup while you're starting. Perfect. So. Perfect. Okay, it's so do it. cozy. Nice. Yeah, let's um, go. When we last left off, Two of our heroes switched bodies. Beery and Halloweth drinking from the um, uh, spirits, I guess we'll call it. The uh, from bottle. The yeah. <laughs> but but also kind of the 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 uh, beverage that Beery stole from Radagast found themselves uh, looking at themselves from the perspective of the other. But through a number of incredible roles and roleplay moments, managed to create probably one of the most heartwarming moments of the entire campaign. So hats off to uh, the three of you for doing that. And hats off to Charlotte for not figuring it out, but also rolling with the punches on that one because <laughs> it could have gone very differently. Sure could have, Don. Sure could have. <laughs> um, it was towards the end of that session, though, that you all, after about a week of travel out of Mirkwood and through the plains towards the uh, East Emlet of Rohan, that you came upon a caravan of thousands of people. A rider met you, desperate for news and supplies and help, and... Tariel, in all of the goodness of your heart, you sent riders to grab the remaining forces of your army and bring back as many supplies as possibly could be had. And the uh, rest of you were ushered into uh, this caravan. 
we will pick up from there. And I want to sort of walk you through what you see as you are brought, because this man on a horse left and then came back and said, follow me. And as you're brought to this caravan, you notice that it is thousands and thousands of people of all walks of life. The elves would notice that there are uh, Easterlings and uh, men from and women from the South, small children. You would also recognize, the elves would at least, people who are wearing gear that remind you of the Corsairs of Umbar, whom you have previously had contact with. It's a lot of elderly, it's a lot of men, it's a lot of women, it's a lot of children. It's an, it's a, it would be an eclectic group were it not for the rags that they are wearing, how thin some of them look. Some of the elderly are being uh, pushed into carts. And while you are sort of walking through the sort of makeshift camps and tents, the smell of uh, cook fires around every which way you look, a number of smells hit your nose. There is roasting meat. There is the smell of human waste. There is the smell of old clothes, people that haven't maybe bathed in many days, if not weeks. It's it's a pungent, almost overwhelming sense. The, the fires tend to sort of stick to the clothes and everyone around you starts staring in, out just a, a quick glance, almost as if to like, what are they doing here? And looks away. And this goes on for about five minutes until you're brought to, I don't want to say the center, but uh, 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 closer to the inside of this enormous makeshift caravan to a rather large tent. The Gondorian reappears and says, there are people uh, uh, leaders of of the various groups that you would perhaps want to speak with to, to gain information. Uh, my lady, uh, Toriel, was it? Yes. How soon would help arrive? Elven steeds are swift. But even so, I think we must prepare to wait at least three or four days for my people to return. We will hold. We what will provisions hold. do you have now? He kind of musters up a little bit. Uh, enough. Uh, it will have to be. We will hold out. We have made it this far. Forgive me. I am I am Arvigil. The uh, I hesitate to give myself this role, though it seems not self-given. The leader of this group of many. Arvigil, you seem a fine leader. Have you sent out hunting parties? Yes, but Food is scarce in the plains. It seems any of the prey that we would eat has been driven from these lands. We have not seen many animals for weeks. Well, that's because you're looking with human eyes. 
and uh, she turns to a couple of her people and summons them forward and says, um, it's like it's like three elves. Yeah. She says, um, take these uh, of my folk with you and perhaps their eyes can better avail you in your hunt. You are most kind, my lady. I shall fest the scouts at once. The folk you wish to speak with, the Gondorian, the Lady Tanel asked for, will be arriving shortly. There are conflicting feelings with so many groups together here. In what manner? He looks over at you, Tanel, and kind of looks down at his feet. Relations between the Gondorians and those of the South and East have not been kind. We and they. It has been wars for many years in all but name. Skirmishes here or there. A raiding party here from the South. A small troop to the East with a mumakil, uh, oilefants, excuse me. Are you aware of such creatures? Have you seen one before? Quick aside, we've seen a dead one. You've seen we? a dead one, yes. Yep, okay. Tanel just go, Tanel just say, yes, I am aware of what they are. There is one in this camp, in fact. Well, there, there was. Max, I saw that smile. And the frown immediately after moment. he found out it was dead. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin so that, sorry. buddy. I, I caught it at the, at the like last second. <laughs> oh boy, we're gonna all. Yeah, they built him up to just crush. That was a roller coaster ride. That was a roller coaster. Sorry, bud. They eat so much food, and there's not much in the plains of Rohan for a herbivore. Oh god. Of that size, at least. All right. Yeah. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. what is the terrain like around us? Is there? You are. Is there anything that they could forage for? You are fully in the East Emlet of Rohan, and it is mostly plains and hills. Uh, Rohan's main source of, you know, uh, food and and supplies come from farming and the uh, various uh, rivers that run through it, whether that's fishing or trapping or whatever. There are, you know, small forests that pop up here and there, but it's it's almost like that that patch of woods that then got cleared for farmland and that little bit of woods is all that remains after that. It's a lot of that. It's very few and far between. Arvigil um, leaves the tent and about two or three minutes later, a gentleman enters the tent um, and before you stands an old human warrior bent with age. Uh, He's wearing an eye patch over his left eye and you all notice there are just scars all over his face and he's wearing uh steel armor uh the armor is like super dented and the cloth of the tabard is frayed the leather straps that are like barely holding it together they are seeming to just like wear away uh this is the definition of like an old man in a young man's profession and he stands up stock still in front of you i am damrod captain of the third level of the great city of minas tirith in the realm of gondor I was asked to give you news, though I fear it has been many years since we have had dealing with elven folk such as yourselves. And he looks down at you, Beery, and says, 
Forgive me. They did not tell me a dwarf was in the party. I mean, uh, I hope it's not a problem. No, no, of course not. We may have good use of your... It is said that the dwarves are uh, welcome to our camp, Master Dwarf. Now, this is the reception I've been looking for this entire time. This is great. Hello, I'm Beery. Damrod. And he catches himself uh, because he's already introduced himself. And you can tell that this guy is used to something very different than what he is presenting himself as right now. Mm-hmm. If, if it is not too much to ask before we begin, what news of the Northern Realms? We seek the lost city of Rivendell. It still stands, but the exact nature of it we do not know it's been months since we've had contact directly the rest of the realms there is little hope for them well there is always hope and he kind of stiffens up i know that's six hp off the final boss i don't care that was a good line that was a good line (laughs) <laughs> it worked it, it worked mm-hmm. it worked um damrod listens to your news and you can kind of tell just by his posture right so mm-hmm. T- uh, too is withholding a little bit mm-hmm. from him mm-hmm. just because she she doesn't know the status of everything else totally fair um mm-hmm. elves uh actually yes all of you can make insight checks for me i'll ask all of oh, you to make insight checks for me i love it I mean, we've been spilling our guts to everybody for for once. Let's hold back a little bit. (laughs) I have Sauron. Okay. (laughs) Great. I'm not good either. Uh, (laughs) Oh, good. Uh, 24. Ooh. Dory. Got really high. 11, two fives, and a three. Okay. I I actually beat my target number by one. Oh, yes. okay. Well, I've only got, I don't really have one of these. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't do it. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I have no so insight. Very emblematic of the conversation that just happened. Tanel, you would clock that almost immediately. These people are making for Rivendell, but they are heading east, mm. and. It is around the point that you have this realization that Damrod straightens up again and says, what news do you wish to know? I, we have many questions and I understand that your answers may be grim. We are prepared for that. So do not withhold to spare our feelings. With all due respect, my lady. I have only the word of the man who just stepped outside the tent that you are trustworthy. Are you true of heart? Not servants of the enemy? Absolutely not. Can you prove it? Uh, I actually pull out King's shadow. Okay. And stick it in the ground. Okay. Uh, can I pull out Aegloss as well? 
which might help. You may. <laughs> Hello, I'm Halloweth of Lorien and formerly Gondolin. It's about as anti-enemy as you can get, really. Hang on. Got to make a lore check for this captain of Gondor real quick. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh yeah, he probably just yeah. his history. Oh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is he up in his history? He's from God. They have dead libraries. If he hasn't even like had poked his head into this vast library, then he's a fuck. good enough. That is a seventeen, and he's at least been to the library once. Damrod looks at the three of you and goes, "Weapons of ancient days." Yes. And crafted by Halberad of the Dunedain. The word Dunedain has a very serious effect on him. We had crossed paths. And he was supposed to be heading south with reinforcements. And that is my first question. Did they arrive? We have not heard news from our northern kin in many, many years, my lady. I am sorry. Tanel is physically taken aback by that. Like she has, she has a physical reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I ask if any other elven folk have made their way through? We have seen. Oh, I heard no news of elven folk. You are the first we have seen. You are the first I have seen in my lifetime, let alone traveling through these lands. Though there was, there was news, rumors of elves riding on horseback south. Those are we the ones. I confess I know no more than that. Where did you hear this rumor from? There are thousands of people in this caravan who have joined us at any given point. I could not tell you who told me or who told them. Word travels like wildfire and goes out as quickly as a match. And what of Gondor? He sighs real deep and you watch just his face fall and he takes a second to kind of compose himself. Are are we in the tent? Yes. Is there any refreshment wine? I'd, I'd say they I'd say they brought you some some water. Yeah, there's a, okay. there's some some glasses. I water. just hand it to him as he's no. about to start his tale. He takes it and you see his hands start to shake ever so slightly. And he says, it is Lord Faramir that now rules in his father's stead. Many months ago on learning of the death of his son Boromir, Lord Denethor, who is wisest in law, strove with the Dark Lord in a lofty chamber, it is said, in a high tower of the Citadel. Takes a big gulp of the drink and I did not see it myself, but at night, It is said that a green light could be seen coming from the windows, but one day it seems as though evil won out. For Lord Denethor threw himself from the citadel. He is laid now to rest in the hallows in the house of the steward on the shoulder of the fourth level. 
I saw to the burial myself with my brethren. A great stone that gave him clear vision of the world, they say, is buried alongside him. Scouts have brought us news from beyond our column here, but when Orodruin spread its fire and ash, we were met at once with a great host. Faramir, Prince Emrahil, many valiant men, they fought bravely, I among them. We drove back the enemy from Ithilien, but, but we were overrun. We prepared to make a last stand in Osgiliath. We managed to hold back their forces. We hoped forces from the south could flank them. Forces from Lebanon, uh, forgive me, that is a Gondorian city in the south. I... My heart nearly gave way when I saw my brethren flying the sails of the Corsairs of Umbar alongside them. But it seems some may have had a change of heart. Faramir and many of the other high lords, they had a council and bade anyone that could to make for refuge in Rohan and then, if possible, to Rivendell. And despite the danger, we did so. Another big gulp of the water, and you can see he's kind of starting to, to lose his, his composure a little bit, that he has tried to, you know, maintain that soldierly way. I was one of the few guards with wife and child. So Lord Faramir, in his infinite wisdom, commanded me to go with this column and protect my family and the others on this journey. That I have done for many weeks now. Are there still who remain in Gondor, or did they all flee? Forgive me, I am not familiar with the city you mentioned. It is a many-tiered city. Seven tiers there are. And it is a stronghold that can hold fast for many months, years even. Stores and supplies for a vast army, though our numbers are less than it was in great days. But we, we are those that they would seek to protect, yet in the city, we would not be safe. And we fear that the gates of Gondor may have been breached. Our scouts are less than trustworthy in this, though. Some of them seem to be Easterlings. We met them along the road, not a few days into our journey. I thought there would be bloodshed, but they approached with tokens of peace and have been well-mannered since. It is strange. Well, there that... is a greater enemy, is there not? There is, and yet they were those that served the previous enemy. Savages, I used to call them, but now the world has changed. I feel it in my bones. Yeah, I know. That's another six hours. <laughs> I don't care. I don't I was, care. I was, I was gonna go into the full. The I full. was worth Are it. Are you? It was worth it. <laughs> Charlie is not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> had heard word of some dealings in Mordor, that the Black Gate may not be as impenetrable as it once was. Do you know anything of this? Personally? No, I have not seen the Black Gate in many, many years, not since I was a scout, but the, uh, the Easterling, Kiktar, may be able to provide you some information. Shall I fetch? 
Kikta. Yes, please. I confess I have no other information to tell you, but... No, you've... You've given us plenty. Thank you. I regret that we had to ask you to recount the tale. Nods a little more, and you watch as this old man clutching this water seems to fall into some sort of daze, as if he has not actually thought about or told this story in many weeks. And it's like telling a story that was very traumatic for the first time to people that don't know about it. You kind of realize just how messed up it was. That's what this guy is seeing right now. No insight checks required. You mean every time we have had to tell anyone yes, what's I do. happened? Yes, I do. <laughs> this is like reliving your trauma of the game. Like, yeah. <laughs> What news? Oh, God. Okay. Um, uh, it's not good. It's never good. So. Sauron's a cat. Uh, Sauron's a bird. Uh, Theron Duil. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, um, after a few moments, though, you do see him kind of shake out of this, uh, of this, this trance. Forgive me. I shall, I shall fetch the Easterling. Yes. Yes, please. A pleasure to meet you all, and safe travels on your journey uh, to realizing he <laughs> didn't actually ask you any questions as if he's sort of self-centered, kind of starts muttering to himself or stuttering. It's like, forgive me, uh, 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 and and like sort of walks out of the tent. And, um, and a couple of minutes later, uh, someone else approaches your tent. Um, the woman that walks in, is an olive-skinned woman with long, dark hair that has sort of been tied up into a messy bun, fairly short, only about five foot three, five foot four. And she looks right at you, Barry. And she says, huh, that's new. You a short man. Uh, well, I'm actually uh, pretty tall for uh, my kind uh, back at home. I'm actually a, a dwarf. I'm proud of it. Fascinating. And you notice she's kind of talking through her teeth now and enunciating a lot of the words. She looks up at the the other three of you and goes, Elves and dwarves. What has that old man gotten me into? Forgive me, your tongue is new to my lips. I may not have the words you need. Uh, in your tongue, I am called Kiktar of the Wainrider Easterlings. Damrod said you have need of knowledge. What do you wish to know? I know that the Dark Lord has armies of the South. Not you, wish... love. I want to hear it from the dwarf. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't realize Easterlings stood for East Londerlings. Yeah, you know, I did. I did get. A, I did fall into that a little bit with the accent. I'll, I'll try and. I'll try and Tanel's make it a little more distinct. Jaw, Tanel's jaw sets, and she actually like looks at Tanel, like or looks at God, looks at Toriel, like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Toriel, Toriel, has she looks somewhere between shocked and impressed. She's also not really accustomed to being written off in this way, at least. Not by another woman. <laughs> uh -huh, exactly. Who is this bitch and can I yeah. make out with her? Like, what's... No, that <laughs> remains to be seen, darling. Anyway. So, 
So is her like is she speaking through her teeth or is her jaw seem clenched? Does she seem it seems clenched? It seems as though the the in the same way that like some Americans have trouble speaking um Asian languages, it's not native to her ah. mouth, the the throat, the mouth, it feels wrong almost in her mouth. You would kind of get that sense. And she is trying okay. to speak the common tongue. Um, but is not necessarily having the easiest time. Um, he's like, oh yeah, well, uh, first of all, my name is Beery. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, these are my friends. We have traveled from the north and all across this landscape on a great adventure. And here we are on our way to Gondor. Turns out it's all, you know, it's all upside down. You're all out here. You're from the east, I'm hearing. Yes. Well. I'm from Erebor. So, yes, you ask you asked me a question. I'm trying to remember what it was. I have a question we, for you, Phil. Oh, yes. What's Erebor? Oh, it is truly tremendous. Roaring fires, malt beer, red meat <laughs> off the bone. It is a glorious place full of mines, commerce, and, uh, oh, anything you could imagine. It's there. You know I gotta say it, right? <laughs> you know I gotta say it. Because that's an extra six HP to the final boss. Oh, yeah, how how right. am I not supposed to do that? <laughs> I didn't have the self-control earlier, and now neither do you. We're yep. Mm. It's that kind of yes. session. It is that kind of session. A glorious mm. place. I left on my own accord entirely. And I met up with these elves and we we're here to save the world. In in you know, in many less words. The elves and I guess beer, you would all notice there is a small sort of <laughs> she kind of catches herself and <laughs> laughs, gives a little hearty chuckle that tries to suppress. Forgive me. May our homeland see peace and prosperity. And she gives a quick little bow almost as if this is some sort of ceremonial thing to say to strangers oh um yeah he like beery panics a little bit and, like you know pulls like a little like tack hammer from from his belt and kind of covers over his heart and bows very ceremoniously as well as you pull it out she grabs the dagger as well and as soon as she sees what you're doing very slowly puts it back into her sheet how nice was that dagger make an insight check yeah Actually, no, make an awareness Bonding check. This will be an awareness. Weapons. <laughs> well, she might, I don't know. She she might be more than who she lets on. That was a journey. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Tough to see. She kept it pretty close to the sheath when she pulled it out, like ready to strike, but very quickly put it back. Well, we were on our way to uh, Rohan, a, play, a lovely place full of like, Planes and horses. I've never been there. I've actually been not really anywhere, but um, we were going to go there and then we're headed to Gondor. But apparently all these places are just in tatters. Damrod said you had questions for me. What have you seen of those two places that I have mentioned? Which two places did you mention? I wasn't listening. Rohan. Uh, this is becoming more than this is becoming more than Tariel can stand at this point. The flagrant disrespect, um, 
so she she steps in physically interposes herself between beery and as this as tario does wretched so. woman mm-hmm. um he's, he's gonna give her a little bit of the hand just you know like maybe somewhere like like on her arm just try to like i got this and just like locked eyes with the the new person <laughs> oh yeah she's looking at you uh tariel just sort of makes a noise in the play. There's a quick flick of the eyes to the elf that got up and back at you, Barry. Very well. I can't tell you anything about Gondor or Rohan. But I can tell you. And why in here doesn't sound like you're uh, very knowledgeable about much of anything that's useful. It's Tariel's turn to go. (laughs) Prove me wrong as like she kind of interjects. Yeah. Uh, And then she steps back. Yeah. This is good. This is good. Go ahead and make a persuasion check for me, Beery. Oh, Beery. Okay. Persuasion. Oh. (laughs) I'm convinced you've maxed out and just decided not to tell me, but I respect it. It's, It's not maxed. But it's close, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to know what Halloweth is doing this whole time. Uh, he's kind of letting Barry take the lead. He hasn't really had much. He's just stood there pondering, thinking. He's This is the first time he's seen this. He's never seen Easterlings even remotely friendly. As um, is I don't think, I don't, well, would he have seen Easterlings at all? Have Easterlings ever really? You'd have probably fought with Easterlings before. Once or With twice, or against? but against, against, okay. certainly against. Beery's completely unaware of the cultural tension. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that he's starting to pick up on that, there is tension. It's a little more forceful with a 20. With a 20 persuasion. With a 20 persuasion, the Easterling Kiktar looks down at the ground, up at you flashes a big smile and goes, I'm told that this is what you do when you mean no harm to others and gives that big smile again. Very well. I was in Mordor when the Great Tower collapsed. See, now we're talking. Yeah, what about that? What do you know of the great shadow? The one that flies through the land in the shape of a bird. Ah, well, I saw it before it changed in Rivendell. Her eyes go wide at that. Her eyes go wide at that. Yeah, well, he just is like apron a little bit. As I was saying, ah, yeah. Made him. It was pretty amazing to see a real big bird. Never really liked birds very much. Strange. It is. Anyways, um, yeah, we were in Rivendell, and I've I I saw it, and then it, and then I haven't seen it since. Obviously, oh no, we did. Oh gosh, is it? Tell tell me about this giant bird. Is it is it flaming? Is it real big? Enormous. The explosion shook the foundations of the very earth we stood on. The tower fell 
the mountain spewed forth smoke and you see her kind of get lost in the telling of this story behind her own eyes we, we ran but the the gate of 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 and she struggles for a second to find the word Mordor. The gate. Mordor, you call it, yes. The gate of Mordor, the rocks spewed forth, destroyed it. There's, it's on hinges. But it did allow many of my sisters and I to escape. Many. And she sort of falls back into this sort of trance-like state, but not all escaped. When the ash settled this fiery bird, circled the land have you ever been to mordor have you ever oh, well. seen the have you ever seen the fertile lands of the south and the east much no, of the, but i'm planning on it well much of the land used to be fertile it was farmland tilled to feed great armies such as ours but my army is no longer in there we are here so when you fled, did anyone stay behind, or is it vacant? I cannot say. Those who stayed, those who died, it is unclear. My kin in this caravan are warriors. My shield sisters and I numbered 5,000 strong when we marched through that gate all those years ago, but I think maybe 3,000? remain not all will fight some are injured some want to return home some see no profit in fighting why would we help the sworn enemy of gondor who would do nothing but treat us like savages refusing our trade ignoring our pleas tell me where was gondor when the great disease swept through our lands when i was but a child Yes, I do know that's an extra six HP to the final <laughs> boss. I wrote Thank these. You. I don't care. Okay. We see no profit in aiding you. If the bird is victorious, we shall serve it. If it seeks to destroy us, we shall simply outrun it. What is yet a new master to serve? Hmm? The time for all of this infighting, you know, where borders were you once were, that are now shattered. It's time to lay our differences aside and unite. Make a persuasion check for me, Beery. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. With a twenty-four, Kiktar looks at you for a second and says, Dwarf, in my land we have a saying, be not tied to a corpse in the deep sea. It seems some of my people have chosen both sides. We shall see which is the corpse. And she very quickly stands up, slaps the chair she's on, says, right. If there are no other questions, I shall take my leave. Wait, how much... Um... No. No, you go ahead. My attention is warranted. I heard from Damrod 
that you caught sight of two elves on horseback roaming through either Rohan or Gondor. No, that was the Corsairs. I can send them in if you'd like. I've not seen any. Very well. Make an insight check, Halloweth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beery just kind of gives like a look to like Tenel, just like, oh my god, she's intense. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, she's not being entirely truthful to you. Um. Okay. Oh, I didn't really, really want to do this, but the king's fear is out and at her neck before she can even move. I don't like to be lied to. Halloweth, make an awareness check. Also, Beery's eyes are keen on that dagger now that he knows where it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. I bet it is. Yeah, and both of Tariel's knives are in her hands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's a Gandalf with two sixes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Hang on, hang on. What did you do? What did oh. you do? also rolled a Gandalf oh, with a four, a four, and a three. Okay, oh, but the man. two sixes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I've got a Gandalf, two sixes, and a three. Okay. Here's what I will say happens. Tariel, Tanel, and Beery. Quick as a flash. Halloweth is up. Knife to her throat. But a half second later, you also notice that there is a dagger at Halloweth's belly. And Kiktar gives a quick smile. Mm. I had a feeling you were a feisty one. Yes, I know about the elves, but I heard it from the Corsairs. Are you asking about the two elves on horseback or the one elven lady? Ideally both. I only saw the two elven men and they rode through here many, many weeks ago. Where were they headed? That I cannot say. And she seems honest in this point. Okay. They... But they rode south. Past Rohan into Gondor. Past Rohan into Gondor, yes. So that'll be Minas Tirith or Skiliath. Okay. I said they were traveling south, not east. Yes, I know the geography of your world. But directly south of us would be Minas Tirith, right? If we're in the plains of Rohan. Yes, but from Rohan, for where the Easterlings were traveling to get to this caravan, south, from where the mountains were, would get you closer to the White Mountains. If they were traveling east, they uh, would get to Minas Tirith. Oh god, what's even in there? Is that where the is that the freaking path of the dead? I swear to god, I don't want to go there. <laughs> All right. The 
the Kiktar still has a knife to your belly. Okay. But she's um, smiling. Yeah, I say, okay, fetch the Corsairs. I want to hear about this album, Lady, if you know nothing more. I know nothing more. Then fetch them. You first. And he's he's going to, he's got a sort of knife in reverse grip right now. Mm-hmm. And he sort of flicks it around and sheaths it and steps away. She does the exact and, same and almost thing. Mo- almost mock bows, but does, does his eyes don't leave her. She's going to match your bow as she f- gives a quick flourish, puts the sheath in, bows low. Until we meet again, my lords and ladies. Beery, and gives a very pointed glance to you, Beery, and nods, and backs out of the tent without breaking eye contact. As soon as she leaves and like the, the tent flaps close, he's just going to look at the others like, whoa, I mean, if that's any indication of what's coming out of Mordor, <laughs> dear me. That was a lot. Ariel is gobsmacked, <laughs> shell-shocked, fully just turns turns to the to the others and says what just happened? I have no idea. I mean like oddly unpleasant but alluring in some way. That was very strange. Not that kind of alluring. Don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> He's completely not my type. Trust me. I mean, Tario seems to be considered like, well, she wasn't not on her. <laughs> she, realizes, she realizes her daggers are still out. She oh, puts those away. <laughs> oh. I don't know. She's all incantation and no magic. Ooh. Ooh. Turn of phrase, Howard. Okay. You know what? Oh, well, write that down. Yeah, seriously, Mm -hmm. borrow that for later. Um, Okay. Uh, So we've learned some things. mm -hmm. Tanel just like through gritted teeth and like a set jaw, she says, well, at least we know the creature's intel was correct. However horrifying that revelation is, Also, we haven't had any chance really to process what we've heard about Gondor Gone. and Mm-mm. Faramir. Like, this was, oh my God, this was a lot. This yeah, a lot. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. If. Sorry, I'm still processing what the bloody. Okay, how much time has passed? Like, what? What's is That's... there anything going on out in the camp right now? It's it's been a few minutes since the uh, since the Easterling uh, left. I'm writing notes, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Take your time. Feel I'm just free trying to. to figure out um what the hell to do next. Just keep in mind, you do still have someone that is supposedly coming to your tent, as far yeah. as you're aware. What, what's the uh, inside I'm looking of this at tent notes. Like? Uh the tent is pretty sparse. I mean, it's it's bigger than the ones you saw, but that's because as far as you can tell, you're in some sort of you know meeting hall tent that several people can fit in rather than just like a family on the run this seems yeah. to be a, a place of not necessarily honor but of a little bit more import than the rest for sure 
And did and we didn't hear much from Rohan. We we're primarily information about Gondor. Yes, you spoke to a Gondorian okay. and an yeah. Easterling. The guy from Rohan you heard from last episode basically gave yeah. you the recap that you knew about how Grima um, right. is now king and Aomer supposedly right. attacked Theoden in anger mm -hmm. and Eowyn is, yeah, all of that. And it didn't sound like, and I may be inferring here, it didn't sound like Gondor knew much of what else was happening. The Gondorian, yes, the Gondorian did not mm -hmm. seem aware. All, it, it, I would say without a without an awareness check or anything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would probably, or sorry, without an insight check needed, you would probably realize the Gondorian that spoke to you. He's an old dude, and they left for safety pretty quickly because they realized that you know Minas Tirith may be overrun in the next few days weeks mm -hmm. months it was unclear but they got out of there as fast as possible yeah Oof. okay and um uh to the others uh and and the, the dunadine they 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 never made it where are they i, I worry don't... that they've taken a path to harrowdale uh and dimholt I don't Beery. know if my blank expression let you yeah. know. I don't know where that is. <laughs> no, yeah, no lore check needed, Beery. You don't understand any of that. Um, Tariel Tanel, you make a lore check for me, both of you. Has Halloweth, oh. you would certainly know. It's it's the quickest way to Gondor via Rohan. Oh, a Gandalf. Mm. <laughs> oh, big surprise. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm at a 13. I'm just okay. short. So it would now be up to uh, Tanel. It would come to your mind that there is a path to Gondor. Or sorry, Zach, maybe you, you can explain this a little bit better than, mm -hmm. than a role would require if you want to. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's the path through the White Mountains, essentially. Uh, it's the, there's a long... A zigzagging stair, not really a stair, a zigzagging path all the way up to I think that's I think that's Harrowdale. I think that's where Harrowdale is, the the sort of area there. And through there is Dimholt, which is the path through the mountain where the King of the Dead dwells. The oath that or the curse that the sealed or placed upon the men who did not uh aid the call of his banner. Halloweth, as you are explaining this. The tents flip opened, and in walks a woman with weathered skin, not saggy, but tough and coarse. And she looks almost like a, a female version of Barbosa from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. Good morning. Masters, Captain Sangaya, Queen of the Corsairs of Umbar, good day. I have been summoned by the High Lord of the Easterlings, who are all of you. Really, uh, just gives you like Jeffrey Rusher, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> you're damn right, I am, boy. <laughs> oh, Beery just gives uh, Hollow at the little because now we're kind of next to each other after that confrontation. Mm -hmm, Give mm -hmm. him a little bump forward, just. <laughs> Oh, for God's okay. Um, hello, Captain. We are in need of your 
uh, aid and memory. Um, mm. It was said that you saw an elven woman at some point riding south. Can you give us any indication of her fate? Yes, I could. Silence. He's gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna freaking talk. Paris is gonna. Does he? What money does he have on him? Does he have? Do we have money? Do we have money? Is there money in this world? There is money in this world. The (laughs) hobbits have pennies and silvers, and Rohan has gold, and so does Gondor. But the elves are, I mean, basically communists at that point. Uh, He's gonna, he's gonna, like, he's gonna to Barry. He's gonna gonna go like something. Does Barry have any coin on him? Um, I will say yes. I'll I'll yeah. allow this just for the sake of of both comedic effect and practicality. Yeah, beer. You'd probably st- you haven't had need of it in months, but was that a big, beautiful golden coin? And very <laughs> for those listening on the podcast, <laughs> that Max, come from? <laughs> what the hell is that? What did you just pull out? I, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't remember how I got on my desk, but yeah, I just an iron fitting. I can't remember what it was for. It's like for those listening on the audio only portion, it's like a giant washer. Wash? Yeah. 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 But it's like the size, it's like the size of the one ring on Sauron's finger. That thing is huge, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know I could like o- like almost fit on my pinky in there. Yeah. Oh my Holy well, that's cow. not fair. Your hands are the size of dinner plates, man. <laughs> and they're that thick too. <laughs> like like Tanel and Hallowith are both thick. Tanel being thicker given the athletics check but like your hands couple yeah, c's in there yeah there's oh some God. season but yeah very reluctantly just almost you know there's almost like golden wire <laughs> I construed like it as when fantasy things just cost money like you can, <laughs> you can ping down a gold coin anywhere and be like i'd like a knight for the inn i'd like a mug of ale and a stable for my horse keep the change it's just a gold coin. <laughs> That's our new That's quest: it. is get money. The quest for money. Yeah, Ariel. Teriel scoffs. She's <laughs> scoffing. She is a scoff. She is a scoff. This is this is not to be born. This is this. We're we're paying for what should be freely given. This is the kami is incensed <laughs> into silence. The kami Tario or the kami Charlotte. Both. Both. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Go ahead. He's gonna take the coin from Barry and just flick it quickly. It's gonna come uh, fast. Max, <laughs> does Barry have any reaction on that? Yeah, I just follow it. I think it goes by. <laughs> Grabs it out of the air, bites down on it, playing into every pirate stereotype ever. Says, "Hmm, ruder and ruder." <clears throat> What do you all know of the world south of the White Mountains? Elves? Dwarves? Hmm? What do you all know of the Pukelmen that raid our villages? Of the levies that we were forced to pay the kings of old when our strength was but a fraction of this? Hmm. Uh, Very little, evidently. So it would seem. Yes. One of my men saw a dark-haired elf riding 
on a brown horse. South. You understand that this information did not come from me, yes? Who did it come from? From my man, I just told you. Okay. Riding south, that's, forgive me, but vague. Any other clue as to where she might have been going? Does it look as though I keep tabs on every elf that moves from here to the White Mountains, to the seas of the south? I've been a bit busy keeping track of all of my kindred who have been stranded here. From what I gathered from everyone here, elves are a rare sight down south. I assumed it would be noteworthy. Yours are the first elven ears I've seen in my lifetime. There you go. And this female elf on a brown horse didn't capture your attention the same way I am? She did not stay long enough for my attention to be captured. And remember, I was not there. I heard this from my men. You really should get those pointed ears checked, elf. The man who's... from behind mm. Alwa. How dare you? Ah! There's a quick yell as Sangaya clearly did not notice you. My God, a short man. What is this? I'm actually a fairly a tall dwarf, all right? Mm. So the legends are true. Yeah. Fascinating. Pointed ears, dwarves. Who are you? Well, I'm Beery. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to interject here, but uh, do you've not, already done that? Do not insult my friend like that ever again. Make a persuasion check for me. <laughs> Hands on his hips. Oh, okay. Twenty-two, with a twenty-two, with a twenty-two. Sangaya looks at you pointedly and says, "My apologies." Yeah, that's 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 much better. So south from where? Yeah, this. All right. So this elf that you're talking about is very important. We really need to know where she's at. Or where she was going and, you know, this and that. As I explained to your friend not a moment ago, one of my men saw her riding south on a brown horse. I can tell you no more than that. That's and all one of you your got. men. Mm-hmm. Where are your men? Scattered about the camp. Would you like to go find them each individually and interrogate them? A captain no. doesn't know where their men are. The captain is only as good as the ship she rides in. And as you can see, and she gestures broadly around the tent, I have no ship. And so I am nothing. Mm. I am nothing. 
And I am tired of you. She gives a quick smile. Yes, I thought you might be. But the prejudices of the past do not seem to escape those of elven blood either. Do you think it is possible that I am just a woman making her way in the world with those that would follow her? Tariel considers this. Tariel, who's not had much opportunity to say anything in the last few minutes. Um, and whence would you without your ship after this? She gives a long sigh, a quick moment. Are you trying to recruit me? Because even if I could convince my people to fight for you, what's in it for us? Hmm? Have you so little value in your own lives? Do even you know how unimportant you are? Her eyes go wide and she leans in real close to you. And quick as a flash, she pulls a dagger out of her sheath cuts her own palm and she's the blade and holds it up to you and smears it across her face. The Numenorean blood runs strong in my veins, just the same as the Gondorians of this caravan. Does it occur to your immortal mind that perhaps my kin were just on the losing side of a civil war when no one was truly evil? Black Numenorians, they used to call us. Though our skin tones may be of all different color, they deemed all of our hearts evil. Do you think it is possible, and she smears the blood on the other side of her face, that the children of those who swore fealty to Morgoth repent of their ancestors' faults and now seek a new life for themselves? Lives of comfort, lives of privilege, lives of power that have been withheld from those that stand atop the lofty stone towers and think themselves tall? I know the deep lore of this land. I know what my people lost, and I shall fight to my dying breath to see my people out from under the thumb of the likes of you, of Gondor, or any bird that might seek to entrap us. She quick makes a fist, and the blood comes pouring down her wrist onto her forearm. Ariel, are you giving a slow clap right now? Uh-huh. She gives a slow clap. Bold words and many for one who says so little of substance. By Asa, will you kill the eagle and be gone? Are you with this quest or are you with yourself? 
You would invoke the Valar to me, elf. I speak the language of the Valar. She responds in Elvish, as do I. Is that is that in Quenya? That is in Cinderin. Okay. In Cinderin, Tariel replies, "Your accent's a little off." <laughs> she gives a big smile and backs off, just kind of taking a step back. Oh, I, I feel um, I feel like we could all just take a real deep breath and just settle down a bit. Do you have wine? Tariel just does one of these little snappy numbers. And uh, one of her elf sentries standing just outside. Uh, there's a little shadow that passes as the elf walks by the outside of the tent and then comes <laughs> back in with a big old pitcher of, of wine. Because you don't travel uh, yes. without your wine. I don't yes. know if it would be a pitcher, but it would certainly you know be what I mean? a... Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, if it would be a pitch. skin. A vessel. Uh, yes, a, a wine skin hang appears on. in your hands. Oh, hang on. She's getting a boda bag. Oh, oh my God, you've got a got cup. Props. I got I got I got a skull and some dragons. Okay. For those listening on the podcast, <laughs> Charlotte has produced from her bookshelf on so over cool. her right shoulder a really cool goblet with a silver uh, top and a skull and dragons on either side of the skull. It is very okay. cool. Okay. Wine. The Corsair looks incredulously at the elf that has barged into this meeting and looks around and watches as the wineskin is held to you because this elf who has clearly been listening the whole time starts handing you the wineskin. And walks back out. And she looks at you. And Sangaya goes. Oh you must teach me that trick. Live another 500 years. And maybe I will. <laughs> I like her. Very well. Have we made friends enough? to be offered some and holds out a very empty glass that he pulled off of the side of the table. Are there more glasses? There are a few more glasses on this table, yes. Uh, Tariel pours the wine herself. The wine is poured and the five of you have drinks in your hand. The Corsair Sangaya says a toast. To new adventures. What are you drinking, Don? <laughs> Me personally? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw something. I like, uh, yeah, it's a whole, bourbon. Not... It's a bourbon lemonade. Yeah. Nice. Oh, fancy! I don't have any. I gotta get a drink. I don't have a drink with me right now. I mean, mine's still... water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last I'm, week I'm it was gin. So. <laughs> no. We'll pretend. We'll All pretend. Right. With that toast. I will say we will take our five minute break from there and oh, let everybody excellent. reconvene. Okay. Excellent. Thank you all so much. We're going to take our break there. See you all in a moment.
And welcome back. When we last left off, I gave about 45 minutes worth of exposition that our characters had absolutely no idea about until just now. It ended in a toast with the Corsair Lady Captain Sangaya drinking a little bit of wine that Tariel you had summoned. So she takes a long sip and says, hmm. Despite my misgivings, I seem to like you all. Call it intuition. Well done. What will you do from here? I'll see myself out if there's no other questions you may have for me. Very well. Sorry, we, we just got um a lot of news. And it wasn't entirely good news. So pardon if we're a little bit, uh, oh, I don't even know. I, I don't even, I can't even think of a phrase. The wine share is helping though. Thank you. That was a good idea. Chaos is the phrase. Y'all Chaos. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. How long has it been for you at least? That you've been dealing with what? Since you've been dealing with this. Weeks, months. Dealing with what, Elf Maid? The new Dark Lord. The invasions into your land as of recent. She gives a quick pause. For us, for my ship. Two months, maybe three. I've lost track of time. The days tend to run together. You lose your ship to animals ramming against it. And suddenly it puts things into perspective. I. You mean to tell me that animals see like creatures of the deep? Nature, ha nature has turned against us, my good dwarf, yes. I think nothing that would have attacked your ship would be rightly described as natural. Too right you are, wine giver. I have not introduced myself. No, I'm none of you have. Quite Tariel, discourteous. Commander of the forces of Mirkwood. Pleasure. Aloeth of Lorien Wood. And I'm of Florian Wood. And I'm Beery, and uh, this here is Gorge uh, from Erebor. You planning to eat that thing? Um, no. And um, yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, mm. Shame, oh. really. Looks succulent. And Gorge okay, gets oh, quick. and just kind of gets in her line of view, like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, we're not gonna talk about eating my best pal. <laughs> You're friends with this pig. Yeah, been together for a long time. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's a good pig. Glances at the elves, like, is he? Oh, for come real? now, Sangaya, and all of your years on the sea. Surely you've been friends with some pigs in your day. 
Your implications, Elf, suggest insults. Hmm. I mean, only if that's men. Hmm. Men, women. What's the difference? And now we come to it, I think. Do we? Do you see a difference between me and my kindred here? And she gestures to the other elves. Pointy ears. Strong jaws. Good facial structure. No, I can't say I can tell much of a difference. We all look the same to you. No, of course not. Some of you are. Glances at you, Tanel, a bit more well-endowed than others. Hmm? <laughs> Takes another long sip of her drink. That roll is oh. going to haunt me forever. <laughs> yeah, it is. This has upset Halibeth more than any of the bad news he's heard today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. How dare you besmirch the honor of my friend. <laughs> Individual endowments notwithstanding would you think it's fair to say that most people of men would say that elves are of one kind she gives a long thought to this personally my lady i've not had much experience in dealing with your kind yours are the first i've met the Southron may have different thought, but me, no. Ah, the Southron, the Gondorian, the Rohirrim. And to us, in all of our centuries, the lot of you are moths in flame, fleeting beings, awkward, noisy, smelly, and yet not of a kind, no? There's a deep breath she takes. We are all human, moths amidst the ever-burning flame, quickly snuffed out. And the flame is burning, my new friend. We must all be of one kind to fight it. A look of shock crosses her face. Are we friends now? Well, let us not be enemies while we drink together. She ponders this for a second. It seems as though I can accomplish more with you than without you. Hmm? That's the hope. She raises a glass. The friendship. Hey, hey, yeah! Friendship. This is wonderful. Look at us. Look at us coming together. No, I don't think so. Oh, well. <laughs> Shall I fetch the Southron? 
if you would be so good. I may. Tariel pours her a little bit more wine. <laughs> You're a woman after my own heart, aren't you? Begins eyeing not... you up and down. Um, Tariel pulls out one of her blades, sticks it in the table. Um, and just starts idly twisting the blade, the point of the blade, into the wood. We'll see. Hearts are mm. squishy things. Yes. Especially squishy in your hands, no? <laughs> very well, very well. I'll go fetch the south room. You really, really must know all of the news in the world. As soon as she departs, Beery looks to the others like, what is with this place? <laughs> They've had their entire lives and homes and lifestyle just uprooted. You can forgive I them mean... for being coarse. You have a bit of a point. Oh, did you just make a putting the course in Corsair? Oh. Hey. It's a, it's, I, was, I was like, oh no, it's not landed at all. No, no it hasn't reacting at all to this. It has. No, but I'm you just... can't immediately call it out. I was gonna let it ride, but well done. Well done. That's an extra <laughs> 50 HP to the no, I'm oh, God. <laughs> hey. <laughs> For a pun, it was good. <laughs> It was I appreciate it. If, if it was a really bad pun, I'd get it. But I was pretty yeah, proud of fair. that. It was good. All right. Um, you all have a few minutes to discuss as the South Ron is fetched. Uh, Tanil does say she's she's looking a little salty as there as all of this has been happening. It's the seawater. Yeah, it absolutely is. <laughs> she does comment. Their lives have been changed, but half of the grievances they have brought up are ancestral squabblings. It is frustrating. Uh, Tariel sits back, looks at Tanel, and says one word. Feanor. Charlotte, I would like you to add one dot to your lore checks and take a hope <laughs> point. I do not care that you're a guest. Add it to your character sheet. Fucking brilliant. Hanel, <laughs> you have a moment to respond. I apologize for interjecting. She, she doesn't say anything <laughs> and just sits there, just steaming. Okay. So Tariel, Tariel sits back, nods, and drinks like that fucking guy. Holding his, I hate it, little, but well, holding his little wine cup. All right. So if the next one is even more unpleasant than the last two, <laughs> what are we gonna do? We need a game plan. Uh, my well, going life to... shall be already in my hand for a start. He's just gonna pick it up into like his sleeve there. Yeah, well, no, he's, knife. Gonna, he's gonna he's gonna hold it here. 
and then he's gonna sit back reclining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knife, we... knife in your belt, but holding it close to your body, just ready to go. Should we at least tell them they're on the wrong side of the Misty Mountains, heading to Rivendell? I mean, if they're this unpleasant, no, let them figure it out on their own. <laughs> I mean, there are several ways to get to Rivendell over the Misty Mountains, but good Lord, that is. There's a whole caravan just in the forest and poor Thrandil's like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? But hey, the hungry, maybe they can find some of the slugs that that wee one was uh, catching. Or maybe <laughs> flubber worms are edible. <gasps> Oh, no, they're not. Uh, they're, they're very poisonous. You don't uh-huh. want to do that. <laughs> all right. After a few minutes of you all talking about this, a dark-skinned man walks into the tent, hand on sword, and you notice he's got a series of piercings all up the right side of his face and beige war paint on the left. The hair looks as though it has been almost like a military buzz cut, but it has been so long since he's been able to, it has since sort of grown out and is sort of like disheveled kind of all along his face. Um, There are a couple of nose rings. The clothes look as though they were very ornate Gondorian, but a little bit more brightly colored than normal, long sort of like flowing sleeves, but you kind of get the sense that it's been so long on the road now that they are covered in dirt. And he walks in very brusquely, hand on his sword. Is this a Drimmy or is this a Corsair? Make a lore check. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tanel, Tariel, you may as well. Now that I've got an extra lore point. Yeah, mm-hmm. look at you. Oh boy, my lore is ridiculous based on... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Actually, I've... Beery, make a lore check as well. Sorry, Tanel, go ahead. No, you're fine. I I passed. We're good. Passed. I, yeah. I beat my I beat mine by ten. I gotta oh, stop asking Jesus. for lore checks from you, Zach. It's not even fair anymore. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, minus one on lore checks as well. Twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Beery? Looks like a dude. Looks like a guy. Looks like a dude. (laughs) The three elves would recognize one of the Southrons of old. This is one of the Haradrim. He walks into the tent. And I want you to picture just in your mind, right? A guy, Christopher Judge, Kratos from God of War, a guy that used to be muscular, but is now more gaunt, a a, a heavyweight boxer trying to aim for featherweight now because he's beaten everybody in his own ranks. He is someone that used to command strength and now no longer does. I have been summoned. I am Gubol, son, son, Hamraum, fifth of my name, brother to four dead brothers. 
May they live in my heart. Who are all of you? Uh, Tariel stands respectfully. Um, Eyes locked on you, Tariel. Um, she bows, not, not fully bows, but inclines her head. Says, uh, I am Tariel, commander of the forces of Mirkwood. Mm. Head no. tilts again. To know of Lorian. Head tilts a third time. Um, Beery of Erebor. I speak your tongue, though many of my kin here do not. I was told you may have information for me. Tell me um, everything you know. I would like to maybe just do a quick... Let me see what it would be. Would it be a... Seeing what sort of check, what sort of thing I would like to... What are you looking to do? I'm looking to see if there's anything about this man um, that would tell me if he was the one who commanded the, the Mumakil. Which Muma kill? The uh, oh well, any of them, I guess. But there was there was one like there's the dead one, right? There's there is the one that was part of the camp. There is the dead one. Um, I don't necessarily know if you would be able to get that from an insight check. Um, okay. you, I, I would say without even needing a check, you would notice he is. He seems to be strong, and a leader, and 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 a commanding presence but not necessarily anything beyond that. He's not carrying anything on his person that indicates that he's like, he rides an animal often? Or... Uh, make a make an awareness Oscar... check for me. Yeah, make an awareness okay. check for me. Okay. Um, do math now. Uh, 23. With a 23, I would say you notice that the sword hilt that he is holding is made out of an ivory. Okay. Is this guy's name Gubol? G-H-U-B-O-L. Gubol. Sun, sun. G-H-U-B-O-L. Sun, sun. Ham, raum. H-A-M, apostrophe. R-A, apostrophe, U-M. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, uh, there, uh, there was a table of cups. Yeah, Beery's going to grab one and hold it for Tanel to fill and uh, regard <laughs> him as a uh, uh, welcome. And I'm very, very sorry to. Oh, perfect. Uh, about your your brothers. Hands him the cup. He keeping his hand on his sword hilt. He grasps the cup, gives a quick sniff and puts it to his lips. And just as a quick spit out. Your kindness is appreciated. Yes. Um, this is a rhetorical question, I guess. <laughs> Tariel doesn't answer, but instead counters with a question of her own um 
Gubol, son, son, Hamraum. Whom do you command? I command many. And are you... Do you ride the Mumakil? Anyone that wants to can make an insight check. Yes, please. Sure, what the hell? Uh, 18. Just tell me if you pass. Yeah, just like, let me know. Passed. Do not pass. Absolutely do not pass. Passed. Barry. Okay. Tanel and Halloweth, you would notice that there is a quick twitch in his facial expressions, a kind of hesitation. And he looks up at you and says, you know of the Mumakil. I have lived long. I have seen them. You are elves. We are. How long have you lived? Well, I don't know how long Tariel has lived. Um, how would you? How would Tariel answer that? Yeah, I'm thinking. Many centuries, as you count them. His eyes do go wide just a bit. In my lands, there are legends of people like you, the pointed-eared ones. In my lands, there are legends of people like you, the dark ones who ride proud beasts. The beasts may have yet taken their pride for themselves and will bear no riders now. Tariel gestures for him to sit. Make a persuasion check for me. She does not persuade. He continues to stand. In deference, she sits. What what has changed? I'll ask you to make another check. Make a persuasion check for me. She does not persuade. Uh, please uh, allow allow me. Uh, so, how long has it been since your wonderful proud beast? I'm assuming it's the big, right? Boom, boom, boom ones. Uh, how long has it been since they've uh, not, you know, minded your orders? You know of this? I've seen it. It amazing, truly. Um, I mean, well, it wasn't moving, but mystical in size and strength. I, I couldn't imagine having control of such a thing. Where did you see this? Oh, well, I don't know what it was called. There was a bridge and there was a cat. There was a cat who talked and brought smoke. It was wild. But that was right before I got captured. 
Gubal. Uh, uh, these ones here. Tanel loudly <laughs> clears her throat as if to remind Piri to maybe not talk oh. that much about mm, that. Yeah. Gubal looks at the three elves as if he has not understood a single word that Beery has said. Okay, good. Tariel is also at a bit of a loss here. She barely understands about the cat thing and uh, <laughs> just takes another swig of her wine. And you... also, I have to give high compliments to your steel. Look, um, and he unsheathes um, his shield that he for uh, from his back where he forged a lot of the drimmy swords from, the mm-hmm. kind of folded, folded material. Look, I mean, it's kind of a sad story. I found some of your brethren, but I repurposed some of their steel in my shield. So perhaps, you know, the, their intention and their spirit can live on through the deeds that this can do. Beery, I need you to make a persuasion check. Oh, come on. Oh, God. Oh, God. We got this, this, guys. It's great. It's great. We're walking across a cultural bridge. Oh, man. It's always worth the risk. With ill favor, I rolled. Is the bridge going to break beneath us? 23. Sticking in those mid 20s, baby. With a 23. Gubal looks at your shield, places a hand down on it, examines it. You have used my brother's steel. They weren't using it anymore, and I thought it was, uh, I thought it was all right. Why would they not be using it? Well... The, uh, they, 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 uh, they had a bit of a run-in with, um, whoa, uh, so, so, uh, uh I, I feel like you have a better memory than, um, than I do. Glances and, uh, over at you, Hal. <laughs> Go ahead. There no, are no sorry. buses on Middle Earth, and yet you oh, just there is... threw him right under it. Yeah. <laughs> there is now. Glances at you, Halloweth. Your brethren was suffering. I ended his suffering, which is true. I was merciful. It was not a cruelty. Did he die with honor? Indeed, there was no begging for his life. He took his death valiantly. It seems I owe you a debt, but the short one has mentioned many of my brothers. Please, if you have news of them, those that traveled to the north, tell me. When we came upon them, they were already dead, right? We didn't. Did th- those ones. The yes, ones, they were all ones, already right? dead. Okay. They yeah. were. I was like, they they, were, I was one. Of the, we we ride up an orc. We didn't ride up on her, 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 on her. Okay. They. It was a mixture of both, I believe, and Dolgaldor. It was. Yes, in yeah. Dol- within Dolgaldor, it was a mixture of both Haradrim and orcs. Okay. Uh, 
to the fate of the of your brethren they had fallen when we arrived i know not how but i know that the dark lord resided in dogodur for a good number of years i would assume it was by his hand or if not his directly then his doing however I can only apologize for your loss, as there are greater battles at work now. So it would seem. Thank you. It has been many weeks since I have heard from those that betrayed us, though my heart still quails for their safety. Naturally. What would you have of me? For it seems I owe you a debt. From whence have you come exactly? What route, what path did you take here? My path is one that many have not taken. I was sent to Gondor as a spy and infiltrator many years ago. But in those years, I discovered that those whom we once sought to overthrow and called truly evil were not so, only greedy, as all men are. But many days ago, when the mountain, some of whom called Orodruin, spewed forth its belly, I received word from my father. A madness seemed to overtake our Mumak. And he glances quickly at you, Beery. Your people may know them as Oilifants. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what um, I think. I think it was Tin that called him that. It would be. Yes, it was. Sounds about this, right. They stampeded. Hundreds of them. Destroying much of our lands. Rampaging. Through our homes. Our farms. Our marketplaces. And they headed west. So far as I know. My kin still follow their trail. But where that trail may lead, I know not. I head where the road takes me. I have not heard from my father in many months. He is alive. I would know if he was dead. On your many travels, did you perhaps encounter any of my people, elven folk. Small number, no groups, only a single rider or maybe two. Make an awareness check for me, Halloweth. Oh, I love awareness. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I, I missed my target number by one. Okay. Kubol looks you up and down and says, 
I have not heard of any riders of your kind. Though your kind are of legend to mine. I see. And if I may, I know. Okay. Oh, how long ago did your beasts stampede? I mean, when did when did all this begin? Can you recall? He takes a second, and his eyes kind of look up into the sky. It has been many weeks. Many weeks. So the messenger that sent word to me had been on the road for many days. And when you say west, whereabouts is your point of reference? You know, directions are kind of wishy-washy when you don't know their origin. Where's west to you? I'll interrupt as Don here for a second. It was south. This is a member of the Haradrim who live right. in the south and western portions of. Okay. Mm, okay. Well, that, that, that changes things because, because I knew they were kind of southeast, right? Yeah. They're, it's, okay. they're pr- it's, it's pretty much the area directly south of Gondor. Yeah. Right. But that, that, that changes the implication that of what he brought up. So fair. Don't okay. Worry about if it. if okay, then then we can we can ignore that. If anyone else has anything they want to bring up, now is the time. I think Zach, you have excited. Have you heard any news of the land north of here in Rohan? We do not concern ourselves with dealings of the people of the north. And it has been many weeks since I have received any news. And yet here you are among the people of the North. Savages, they used to call me. Though it is true many of our people paid tribute to Sauron. But my kin were victims. Caught between a never-ending war between those you would call the Dunyadain and Sauron. Our people saw through the lies of the two false blue prophets. But our hearts quailed in the minds of Sauron and his might. His emissaries offered us land, jewels, peace. But since then we have only known war. And now war comes to all these lands. It would seem for the first time in many years, our goals are the same. Yes. If our own creatures have betrayed us, those who we fostered and cared for, then a change has come. And what will you do now? He takes a long moment to consider that. Many of my kin were in that land of fire when it spewed forth its belly. 
We found this caravan and they have taken us in. Many cannot walk, many are hurt. I cannot abandon them now. There is no honor in that. This is a lot to take in. <laughs> is that Charlotte or is that Tario? That's Charlotte. Okay. Um, Tario considers all of this. She stands and she begins to pace a bit restlessly around mm -hmm. the tent. The Southron, the, the, the member of the Haradrim, says, if you can offer me no more information, I shall take my leave. Do you have any more questions for us? We can provide what we know. What of the lands in the north? Do they ride to our aid with food, water, with armies? I have sent for my people to bring what provisions they may, though the bulk of my forces continues to Gondor. Tanel. Uh, Tanel sort of lets, lets Toriel say that and then sort of mulls over and says, there was a small force from the north heading south as well, but we do not know where they have ended up. They were supposed to arrive weeks ago. The lands even further north than Mirkwood are basically cornered in their own homes. They will not be of aid because they cannot escape. There is a long silence that sort of exists between the five of you. And he glances down at his feet. And Gubal looks and scans around at the four of you and says, Until we meet again. And walks out of the tent. Oh. And the four of you are left alone. Are we to have to solve centuries and centuries of hurt for everyone to band together under one banner? Sure seems like it. I thought it'd be easier. As did I, given the present state of things. Yeah. So, you know, they're really hanging on to their um, prejudices, aren't they? At least they are all traveling together without hopefully much incident one wonders if it's worth it i have no idea where to tell them to go or should they have ever left gondo in the first place i think we can only answer that once we see gondor for ourselves true just tell them it's fine. Don't know what you're talking about. Turn back. Just, just turn around. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> Tariel is still pacing and thinking. And then she turns and stops, looks down at her cup. And then a long look at Beery. In but inward. 
And finally, she says, I thought once I understood the hearts of dwarves. I thought they were all of a kind. And I learned that they are as free a people as mine, and yet united and strong in their love for one another and in their love for all that live in these lands. I misjudged them, and I think also that I have misjudged men. I don't know that we have to heal the hurts of centuries. A broken arm can still function with a good bandage. These are a people who long to be free. Perhaps that's all we need. And after that, let them take the roads they will. I think <laughs> there's something here. I think we can do good here. But not today. No. I mean, perhaps we continue as we had before to head to Rohan. If we can remove Guayhir's influence from Rohan, perhaps these people could go there. I love this plan. Uh, uh, Tariel has a little little chuckle to herself. Um, refills her her cup and says, "Forgive me. I'm thinking only of whether it's possible for a bird to look shocked." <laughs> uh, and then just takes a takes another little swig from her cup. I think one some internal image that's amusing to her. One but has to look upon a pigeon. <laughs> Ow. Let oh, us make a pigeon of sacred. this tyrant. <laughs> I, I love this. Of this eagle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. To Rohan it shall be to behead a snake. <laughs> to Rohan and to, to Rohan. pigeons. <laughs> And that is where we are going to end tonight's episode of the Unpredicted Party. Oh my god. Join us on Patreon for the Unpredicted After Party where we will talk about this episode. Uh, Max, I know you've got to go, but no worries. Carry on. Uh, Feel free to uh, let out your sighs of relief, of grief, of frustration now. I think I, I think I prefer it's so the much. The seven was less stressful than that. Seven pages of notes. <laughs> Here's my question: Why are there so many Klingons in Middle Earth? <laughs> because I wrote them that way. It's so many. It works out great. I love it. (laughs) Thought we would solve this with diplomacy. No, we need batleths. This this goes in line with me saying that the elves are like Vulcans. Oh, absolutely. So this is great that we burn. Nobody has questioned this. Oh no, 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 absolutely (laughs) no one. Nearly two thousand words of writing from me and seven pages of notes from Tanel later. 
we continue to follow uh, the journey of our heroes, the Unpredicted Party. Folks, join us on Patreon for the Unpredicted After Party. We will see you in two weeks, Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, as our heroes make their way to Rohan. Bye-bye. Namari. Bye. <laughs> Did you just say Charlotte? <laughs> Heard me. Say, say it again for everyone. Namarie, bitches. Namarie, bitches. Goodbye. <laughs>